0: This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24 7. It's the Capitals and the Calgary Flames tonight at 7th and F. Darcy Kemper returns tonight. Bailey Johnson from the Washington Post will join us. And four Capitals were honored in Hershey Saturday night in person for their contributions for winning the Calder Cup. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, October 16th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It was a tough start to the new year Friday night for Spencer Carberry and company as the Capitals were shut out for nothing by the Pittsburgh Penguins in the team's regular season opener. The team now looks for win number one on the season tonight with Calgary in for the only time this season. Darcy Kemper is back. He will get the start. He met with Assembled Media yesterday in Arlington to talk about the newest member of his family, a baby boy that came just prior to the opener Friday night. Kemper says he thought he had more time before the new arrival, but it happened pretty fast. Yeah, it was. Obviously, it's a, it's amazing. It's, uh, you know, the best day of your life. We went for what we thought was a routine checkup, and then an hour later, we were headed to the hospital. So uh, it kind of uh, snuck up on us, and I'm sure, I mean, the, the day sneaks up on everyone. As much as you prepare for it, it, time to go, it's time to go. We were in great hands. Everything went uh, amazing, and everyone's uh, feeling great. So, uh, so it, I mean, it's been unbelievable. Darcy also circulated a picture of him pushing his son in a stroller at the hospital. He was asked what was going through his mind as he did so. Don't bump into anything. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, you know, going home is a special day. They don't give you a user manual, though, so you're kind of on your own. But it's been a lot of fun so yeah. far, and you know, just kind of figuring it all out on the fly. Number 35, a dad for the first time looking to tap into some of that dad strength tonight as he looks for win number one on the season. Joining us here this morning to talk about Friday's loss to Pittsburgh and the line combinations we are likely to see tonight. A couple of changes from Friday's lineup to my conversation with Bailey Johnson from the Washington Post. Well, Bailey, game day as the Calgary Flames are in town, a chance to see practice. And what we've really seen here through the course of training camp and on opening night Whatever you see in that practice the day before is generally what happens, and if that's the case, it sounds like Matthew Phillips is going to get a chance to play against his former team here tonight.
1: It absolutely does, and I have to believe he's motivated by that. He didn't get a huge opportunity when he was there. He played three games over the course of two years, maybe 30 minutes total. So I have a feeling he's going to be pretty motivated to make a statement, something to prove, as has been the team's motto this year. And there's also a lot of coaches that came from there. Mitch Love was in their American League team. So a lot of connections to the Calgary Flames on this team, and it seems like they're going to be motivated.
0: Nice to have that in game two, especially coming off what was a rough game one. First time in franchise history, no goals in the season open. The start, I thought, was pretty good. If we were talking about pace and getting out of the zone quickly, I thought, okay, get a few more pucks on net, and this thing's going to be okay. But it really seemed to come apart there in the second period, as Spencer Carberry talked about with us at the Sunday Scrum.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You watch the first period, and you think, okay, it wasn't fantastic, but for the first period of the season, there's stuff to build on, it was okay. They were pretty even with Pittsburgh. And then it really just fell off a cliff, especially the first few minutes of the second period, struggling to get the puck out of the zone. Even when they did have it after Pittsburgh scored a couple goals, they weren't getting any shots on net it was all very much on the perimeter which was both Pittsburgh's game plan to pack into the slot and not allow them to get a lot on net and also the Capitals it felt like just kind of overthinking things and doing a lot of passing looking for the perfect shot when really they just needed to get a few more on net and that's generally when good things happen. They did work a lot on that on practice on Sunday working on the offensive polish that Spencer Carberry talked about feels like they're lacking. I wonder a little bit if that is a surprise after how well the offense was working in the preseason. I remember Carberry saying at the end of preseason that offensively he wasn't worried, but defensively was the side of the puck he thought was going to take more time to click. So then to see the offense really struggle in opening night, they definitely spent a lot of time working on getting that back on track Sunday. Yeah,
0: certainly when things don't go as well offensively or as a whole, you're looking at changes potentially. And what we may see here, Matthew Phillips gets in. We didn't have Alexei Protus in game one we expect that as he has come back after the salary cap jujitsu that had to happen. And Anthony Mantha didn't look like he may be in the top 12, so a lot to watch here as if it's an optional, indeed for Monday, then maybe uh, we'll have to wait till the game, but certainly it would be interesting in game two if Anthony Mantha is the one who sits.
1: It definitely would be, and I imagine that the lines that we saw Sunday will be the case. I know Carberry's philosophy is that all morning skates are optional, so we kind of have to fall into figuring out what is going to be the actual game day lineup and when we're going to figure it out the night of, but it certainly seems like Anthony Mantha might be on the outside looking in, which was also kind of how it felt throughout preseason. There might be a chance of that as the season got going. He really hasn't had a great preseason hasn't had a good start to the season he had one preseason game where he hit the post a couple times and looked really active and after that he played another game and was pretty quiet again so for someone who is supposed to be a goal scorer and that's what they need from him he hasn't quite done the things that they're looking for from him so far
0: and one other change potentially looked like Alexander Alexeyev may find his way into the lineup Lucas Johansson looked to be the extra and if that's the case a chance for him to make his season debut Lucas got a chance on opening night I suspect while Joel Edmondson's out both are going to get decent chances to play
1: yeah I completely agree it didn't seem like any of them really made a strong push ahead of the other one in preseason they were both pretty even and kind of could see them going back and forth as the sixth and seventh so like you said i'm sure while edmondson's out for another couple weeks we'll see them kind of swapping back and forth and alexiev gets the nod monday it looks like
0: well we appreciate you joining us bailey thanks very much thank you for having me on Saturday night, the Hershey Bears raised Calder Cup Banner number 12 to the Raptors at Giant Center, with many of the same cast and characters on the ice that returned from last season's winning team. But for four players that made Washington's roster out of camp, they got the next best thing. Lucas Johansson, Connor McMichael, Alexei Protus, and Beck Malenstein all made the trip to Hershey on Saturday. They watched the game from a suite and were presented their Calder Cup rings at the first TV timeout in the first period on the big screen for all the fans to see. Now, the fans didn't even know they were going to be there, so they erupted when they saw that the four guys that weren't there anymore made the trip for this special night. And I got to tell you, as a Hershey alum myself, I was thrilled to be there, and I got to chat with all four of them right after they got their ring, starting with Lucas Johansson. It's a pretty rare opportunity that you can have an off night to come back and do this with your teammates from last year you want a couple. with. What was this like for you here?
1: Yeah, it was, it was really cool. They, uh, they set everything up for us, obviously. They got us a, a nice SUV, a nice ride down, and uh, yeah, we were, we were jumping all over to, to come down here. It's, uh, it's too cool, and uh, we
0: were watching all the videos on the way down here and just getting excited about it, and uh, yeah, it's just such a special moment. i got to ask you, what do you think of the ring? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, Vicky was telling us all about the, the thought behind it, and there's all kinds of uh, you know cool little little things about it that make it so special, but uh it feels yeah, good. <laughs> you know, most of the time you get the call-up, you get a chance to come back and do something like this. It's unbelievable that you yeah. could be introduced to the fans here. What do you think of the ovation you guys got? So that was
1: special, too. The whole presentation, the whole, you know, even watching the boys on the ice, it was just, uh, yeah, it's been
0: it's been so much fun, and uh, we're just grateful that they invited us down and haven't forgotten about us. Connor McMichael was grateful that the cap schedule allowed for one last night in Chocolate Town to happen. This is kind of a unique thing that you can come back and get your ring, be saluted by the fans, and then head back to Washington. Yeah. What was this night like for you? It's
1: really cool. Obviously, when we saw the schedules come out, we saw that it it, it might line up that way. So. We we're all looking forward to it, and just to be here tonight, it's it's awesome, and just the yeah, the reception we got from the crowd is really cool, and uh, just seeing these, it's awesome.
0: What did you think when you opened the box and you saw it? What went through your mind?
1: Uh, honestly, I kind of blacked out a little bit. Uh, I didn't. I haven't really got a chance to look too much in details just yet, but. Uh from what I can see, it's it's really amazing.
0: You got to watch all of your teammates come out and get announced. What was that like watching that up in the stands?
1: Yeah, it was really special, you know, just to see all your brothers out there that we won with, and we're going to be champions for life, so uh, it's awesome. And, you know, I, we kind of wish that we were out there with them and uh, whatever the case may be, but it, it's awesome that we we're here.
0: I'm so glad, Connor, you got the chance to do this. This was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Beck Malenstein on the moment with the fans and how Hershey will always have a special place in his heart. Such a special place, and to be able to come back and be honored on the scoreboard with your current Caps teammates, but with your Bears teammates, that's a lot. This was terrific tonight. Unbelievable, yeah, truly speechless. First class organization, and you know, it was such a special run last year, so to you know, bring it all together now, really special. What'd you feel when the crowd gave you the, the big ovation? They didn't know you were coming, so <laughs> that's certainly, they were surprised, and obviously great to see you guys. It's a great feeling. This fan base is sensational. You you know, every single night this ring's packed, they're some of the best fans in the league and we're really lucky to have them here. I gotta ask, what do you think of the ring? I mean, it's not too bad either, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be looking at it for a little while I think. And for Alexei Protus, having his family with him to enjoy the moments made it all the more worthwhile. The, uh, the fans here got to see you guys come back and get your rings at a TV timeout. They didn't know you were going to be here. What did you think of the ovation you got?
1: Oh, that's awesome. You know, we're so happy to be here. So happy to see the fans. It's always great crowd, especially right now, you know, great memories. So unbelievable.
0: Pretty great to see that ring too,
1: right? Oh, 100%. The, all the gifts are great. So we really appreciate it. So happy. It's great night for us.
0: What did you uh, think when you opened the box and you got a chance to see it?
1: Oh, unbelievable. I couldn't wait. I was driving here. I couldn't wait to see it. So it's it's really special, you know, like all that stories around it, so special.
0: I know your family got to be here too. How special was it to have them with you here tonight?
1: That's really special. Like, daughter, she, she, she won't remember it right now, but she'll see it and she'll, she'll remember it's gonna, Yeah, for sure. It's going to be unreal. So
0: that's pretty special. Can't tell you how much fun it was to see Lucas, Connor, Beck, and Alexei get their rings and hear one more roar from the Giant center crowd in their honor as the 2023 Calder Cup champions now walk together forever. What a season for the Bears, and congrats to the guys also for making Washington's roster out of camp and getting to the NHL level. The four guys celebrated in Hershey Saturday will be here in D.C. tonight, of course. It's the Capitals and the Calgary Flames in Game 2 of the regular season. Airtime 645 on 106.7 The Fan, and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7 Heard for free, CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock, let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.